Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. So you keep trying to get in shape and it keeps not working. I'm Lacey Green, a super trainer with body. That's B-O-D-I dot com. And I've got a story you have to hear. I have a client who came to me because she was really frustrated that every gym or trainer she tried made her feel bad because she was a beginner. She had tried it all and she just felt humiliated. And that's when we started working together and I took her through my three-week program called For Beginners Only. Once she realized that she wasn't the problem and that she just needed the right program, she started to get results. And now she's completely unstoppable and feeling so strong and confident. And I can do the same for you. On the Body app, subscribers lose five to 10 pounds consistently in their first month. And I bet you will too. In fact, CNN underscore just named Body best fitness app. And right now, Body has a special introductory offer. The next 500 new users who sign up for a year of Body save 72%. That's just 33 cents a day. All you have to do is go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. Hey, Snapped fans, this is John Thrasher from Oxygen's other true crime podcast, Martinis and Murder. On my show, I recently had the chance to sit down and interview Brian O'Connor, a longtime executive producer on Snapped. We thought the conversation was so interesting that we'd bring it to you here as a bonus episode on the Snapped podcast feed. We hope you enjoy the conversation, and of course, don't forget that Snap's 500th episode, that's right, 500, premieres this Sunday, November 22nd, as a special 90-minute episode, only on Oxygen. Hey everybody, it is just John today on Another Shot, and we're doing a different episode this week in that I recently got the chance to sit down with Brian O'Connor. He is an executive producer, he has many roles, but an executive producer on the OG true crime show, Snapped on Oxygen. And it was such an honor and so much fun to chat with him. So without further ado, let's get right into my interview with Brian. Um, As head writer, what exactly can you tell our listeners goes into sort of the decision-making process uh, for an episode? And has that changed over the years? I mean, we're on what season now? 27 or 28 of Snapped? 2804 aired last Sunday. Um, Yeah, there you go. So the, the 500th episode is 2808. It's coming up pretty soon. So the show's changed a lot, you know, and it's 16 years. Um, you know, when we started, it was always about, it always profiled cases of uh, wealthy women, generally attractive. Uh, that, that has changed a lot over the years. We, uh, 
we cover a lot more cases. Um, we're not limiting ourselves <laughs> to one profile, if you will. Yeah. So now we have a full time, we have a full um, time group of researchers whose sole job is to look for cases. Um, cases come from everywhere. Um, totally. We we have a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet that is constantly moving up and down. Um, <laughs> we we have. I, I was sent a case just like a couple of days ago from another producer of a woman who was arrested for allegedly uh, poisoning her husband with uh, mushrooms. <laughs> so oh, that fun. was a new That's one. I have fun. not seen that before. Um, so these cases come <laughs> from everywhere. They come from the police officers yeah. we interview. Um, but, but generally speaking, we have about 200 potential uh, episodes, you know, at the beginning of, of any given season. And maybe 50 to 60 of those are actually produced. Um, the criteria is it always has to have a woman who is convicted of a crime. You know, sometimes yeah. she's, she works alone. Sometimes she has a partner. <laughs> sometimes she, right, exactly. sometimes she swings the ax. Sometimes her buddy does, <laughs> you know, so it, it really varies. Yeah. Um, but there always needs to be like a good mystery. Everybody loves a good mystery. You know, I was like, absolutely. It goes back to like childhood. Right. I mean, like we've been, we're all been told stories, ghost stories our whole lives. So these are like modern ghost stories, if you will. Um, That's a really good way to put it. And I love that you were just talking about getting suggestions because as a true crime podcaster myself, we are, Darren, my co-host and I, who isn't on the show uh, for today's interview, but we are inundated on a daily basis in our DMs and on our at mentions about people wanting to suggest cases to us. We've spent time at CrimeCon where we're surrounded by you know, not only just fans, but, you know, victims, families, and people who are out there trying to get some of these cold cases solved. How do you handle getting those kind of suggestions? Like, do you have a filter for kind of like what ends up on your that big Excel sheet and what doesn't? Like, how do you kind of handle all that? Because I'm sure it's a lot of pressure, right? Because we feel pressure on our end, at least. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, we're constantly getting, somebody's always got a case that they're pitching to us. You know, but again, there's there is certain criteria. So if you're, if, if well, if one, if you don't have a woman involved, <laughs> well, there you go. That's one way. Yeah, <laughs> that's not going to work out. You know, over the years, you know, audiences have changed have changed a little bit. I think there's an expectation to tell a good story and to tell a mystery. And when you have a story where you know, where the wife picks up the phone, you know, in the nine one one call and says, "I just stabbed my husband." Well. <laughs> Right, it's going to be right. hard to fill out 43 minutes of television yeah, right. that way. But. That's interesting. Are there many cases, I mean, you just kind of alluded to this, so maybe this is a double question here, but are there cases that you've researched, maybe you've gotten all the way to maybe the production part of this and then realized, actually, you know, we put so much time into it, but it might not make out to be such a great episode. How often does that happen, if ever? It does happen. It happens more than you think. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was wondering. I was thinking that actually. Yeah, we. Uh, so I'm part of a. I'm part of a large team of people. We meet every week and we talk about the status of the cases. There's a. There's a pre-production meeting. Um, there's also a post-production meeting. But we're constantly discussing these cases. And and again, there's. Uh, we have some Google Docs that we use where we're. Where we're constantly right. uploading like who's a yay or a nay. Um, you need to reach. These stories are so much better when you you have the access of people from both sides right. of these cases. I mean, if you're limited to one side, I don't think you're getting the full picture. Uh, right. The same is true with uh, police officers and defense attorneys. Um, 
so a lot of times stories will fail if a lot of times people will say yes initially and then they might have right. a change of heart or somebody might get to them and be like you know i don't think it's such a good idea that you do this or you know for whatever reason and it could be yeah i i personally think you know once once these shows are in motion you get a much more well-rounded picture of what happened mm-hmm. and who these people were when everybody participates. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, we've seen that on our end, I think, as well, in a lot of this stuff. I wanted to ask you about true crime podcasts in particular, because, like you said, how, how many years has it been? 16 years of Snapped? Yeah, so Snapped first aired in 2004, uh, right. August 2004, and I was, uh, I was an associate producer. I was a I was I was a youngling, <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> still getting yeah. my feet wet in the in the world of television. But it's uh, yeah. So I worked on probably the first five or six seasons of the show and, you know, some other projects came up. But then season 22 yeah. and now we're in season 28. So season 22, I I came back to the show. Um, Got it. And um, yeah, I mean, it's been great. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, in 2004, when you started, I don't even think iTunes was a thing yet, and certainly not podcasts. So now, here we are in 2020, true crime podcasts have become such a force in the true crime genre overall. How do you feel about them as a visual storyteller yourself? Because obviously, they have, they're contributing to, I guess you could say, the rise in you know interest in true crime as, as a whole. Um, I'm curious if you find them detrimental because you're like no you have to see the recreations you have to see the police footage how do you sort of see them fitting into what you do on a daily basis i i think podcasts are amazing i listen to a lot of podcasts myself and you love martinis and murder right yeah, you absolutely just, it's love it favorite. it's my favorite okay, just making sure <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah as a snap listener you know the world can be a dangerous and unpredictable place with every case i learn about i'm reminded how much i want to prioritize my vigilance and preparation that's why I use and recommend Simply Safe Home Security. My cameras have alerted me about trespassers and even given me a sense of security knowing my home is safe even when I'm not there. Simply Safe offers protection for the whole house with advanced sensors that not only detect break-ins, but fires, floods, and other threats to your home and getting you the help you need for each scenario. The indoor security cameras offer privacy shutters to ensure physical privacy when you want it. Plus, you can try Simply Safe for 60 days risk-free. If you don't love it, return your system for a full refund. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/snapped. That's simplysafe.com/snapped. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. So I think these... these podcast and uh and, and television shows they complement each other really well you know i was thinking i guess really the first true crime podcast i really listened to was serial so i think what mm. i found so interesting about that show is there's a there's a certain non-linear storytelling taking place right so that's a trend you see now in television which i think is fascinating so as a storyteller i'm always trying to find a new way to tell the same story 
sure. Know, we might not always be the first person to have profiled, you know, this case. So sure. But there's always more than one way to skin a cat, like in terms of telling the story. So I think that's what I find so fascinating about those podcast in particular you know that's amazing and you have so much experience with storytelling too you've interviewed people for snapped from prison right yeah you know anytime that we there's a potential of interviewing somebody in prison we do it i mean one of the first things we do is you know you can't pick up a phone and call a person behind bars so you do it the old-fashioned way you just start um you write a letter you explain what you're doing (laughs) oh wow and uh yeah i've had some pen pal relationships in the past with you know some ladies behind bars interesting okay yeah but it's um it's fascinating to interview people behind bars i mean i always go in there and i'm like ah i'm gonna figure this out you know like i'm the armchair detective you know did they do it or did they not do it (laughs) right right you know but the fact of the matter it's hard to tell if somebody's telling the truth or not you can talk to investigators that have been doing this line of work for a long time they're like there's always a tell you know but yeah i have a hard time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess I want to believe what people say naturally. Sure. You know, yeah. um, and I found that talking to women behind bars or hit men or whoever, um, mm-hmm. they tend to be pretty open about their life and background and sort of the circumstances leading up to the crime. You know, but when yeah. you get to the crime itself, you know, like they say, there's, there's right. not a lot of guilty people in jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They have a whole different maybe set of interests, if you will, some conflicts of interest with what they're interested in behind bars versus what you're doing. Why do you think, because you're talking about women and obviously like the true crime genre in general, but especially Snapped, is so female based. Like our our listeners or our viewers are overwhelmingly female. Why do you feel that women love Snapped in particular so much? Do you have an opinion on that? I'm curious. <laughs> well, well, as a guy, <laughs> yeah, right. I had to. <laughs> I think there's a relatability, you know, that Snap yeah. has. I mean, a lot of time. I mean, I was thinking about this. I mean, the the people we profile. I mean, they could be pushing a cart next to you in Costco. You know, the next <laughs> right. day they're they're swinging a bat. You know, at the back of their right. Exactly. Set. Yeah, they can. Um, so there's a relatability to it. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know if it goes back to that sort of everybody likes a good a good mystery. You know, I sure. think there's a curiosity about, you know, what, what made this person snap, if you will. You know, what are the... Yeah, right. You now, there's always a motive. I think yeah. that's... I think people are curious why people do what they do. I think there's also this sense, like, you know, am I capable of doing the same thing? You know, if I... <laughs> right. Especially if I spend... Another three months in my house with my husband during the pandemic. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, because you and I are storytellers of this genre and I've had the same thing. I'm like, sometimes it's people with all these crazy, disturbing childhoods that grow into these monsters. But then it's also like the preacher next door who had an affair with the other guy's wife. It's just like it really does run the gamut of it really could be anyone. Maybe that's where a lot of the interest comes from. It literally could. I mean, there there are people who are probably psychopaths, you know, who we have profiled. <laughs> and then there's people yeah. that just are like, I'm tired of this yeah. fool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. So it really does. It's, it literally is across the board. Well, it, it could be me. It could be you, Brian. You know, <laughs> you just never really know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, Don't carry large yeah, insurance that, policies. That, that's what I'd say. Yeah, is. exactly. 
Um, th this will be interesting evidence in a court of law one day. Um, anyway, let me ask you this as we begin wrapping up today's episode. And thank you so much again for joining us. Why do you think Snapped in particular has stood the test of time over 500 plus episodes? Because in television, not just in true crime, but especially television, not a lot of shows get to season 28 and counting. So what do you think is the sort of recipe or the, the ingredient that makes it work so well? That's an interesting question. It's amazing. I mean, when you look yeah. at how many shows have run 500 episodes? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like Us and The Simpsons. I don't, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> you know. Maybe Saturday Night Live or something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think there's a timelessness to Snapped. You know, I was thinking about it. Mm. You know, we, so we produced the show primarily out of Knoxville, Tennessee. You know, we're all Southerners. I think there's, a, I like to think of comfort food. You know, maybe Snapped is a certain comfort foodness level yeah to the series yeah, i like that comfort foodness got it yeah but it's you know the, <laughs> the show you know the show hasn't remained like static it's it's changed right. it's evolved over time so totally. we've evolved with the culture you know and sort of the cultural expectations of television you know so i work with a lot of talented people you know the series is always we're always looking for the what's the best way to tell a story you know, what's yeah. the best equipment, the latest equipment? Um, I mean, it, the list is really endless. But I think, again, there's a, there's a, a relatability about the show and curiosity that people are just kind of drawn to. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I should ask my brother. He's the psychologist in the family. So he could answer <laughs> Let's this. bring him in if you have him nearby. Um, yeah, but I think you're so right. And in fact, it kind of goes all the way up to kind of the celebrity angle as well. So many famous people have gone on record about how much they love Snapped. Who is someone, as, as somebody so involved from the very beginnings of the show, who is someone you were excited to hear was a fan? And I know you had recently said in another interview that's on Oxygen.com that Modern Family did a whole episode about Snapped. So, you know, they're very well aware of it. But was there somebody who kind of stood out when you're like, oh, that's cool. This person likes Snapped. I like that. Yeah. T yeah. Two, two people. So... So the, the first person, of course, is Bill Hader. Of course. I, when he said that, I was like, oh, my God. Everybody was sending that link around in the Oxygen offices. We were so excited about that. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Like, and, and you watch Barry, and I think about that. I'm like, did he get some of these <laughs> ideas from Snapped? I mean, is he, is he profiling the, the mind right. of a killer? You know? <laughs> the other thing is, uh, I guess it was last year, I got a, uh, I got a text from my brother-in-law. And he's like, oh, my gosh, have you heard this song that Cardi B and and uh oh, little nas right. little nas <laughs> yeah uh, i know rodeo. what you're talking about right <laughs> yeah the song's rodeo but but it talks about you know snap being my favorite show so i mean it i was like wow the list is endless i mean i, I get excited yeah. like a lot of times i'm i'm working in a, a room by myself and i'm like you know i don't totally i don't know what the audience thinks about this and then when you have some shout outs from uh you know, public figures like that it's it's pretty cool definitely i mean what better way to show you're on the in the brim of pop culture than those two references, right? So yeah, that's, that's right. Pretty amazing. <laughs> and, you know, but even my aunt, you know, she'll, she loves a good snap <laughs> marathon. So, you know, even that's right, like right. rewarding as a, as a producer. Yeah, and celebs or your aunt, you know, whoever you can take. It's, a, it's always nice to hear that stuff. Um, Brian, thank you so much for taking the time. By the way, we should mention Brian is on set right now filming some things for Snap's 500th episode. We really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. And good luck. Hopefully we'll get to maybe 500 more episodes in about, what, 16 more years? We'll do this again. How about that? <laughs> I have a lot more gray hair than I, I imagine. But yeah, thank you. That was, that was a lot of fun. Very, very good. Thanks so much, Brian. And have a great day. You too. Thank you. 
Well, I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's Another Shot. That was such an interesting conversation with Brian. It's so cool to have insight you know, even working at Oxygen myself, it's just interesting to hear how these people create true crime television, and you don't really get to hear that too often. So hopefully you loved it, and don't forget to tune into Snapped on Sundays. This Sunday, if you're listening to this episode, when it drops, is the 500th episode of Snapped, which is insane, if you ask me. We'll be back this Saturday with a Halloween double feature, and back next week with another shot with Darren. See you guys then. Bye. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500.